It's a brand new day, and now I feel right. It's a brand new day, and now I see the light. It's a brand new thing, brand new bird, it's a brand new wings. Think I went to church. It's a brand new day. Still got rhythm. Welcome to episode 45 of No Brains, No Headache podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Weichel, and I'll be joined shortly with my co-host, Matt Cleary. On today's show, we're joined by guest host, Sean Cleary, brother of Matt. We will have an extended Cleary's comments segment where we banter about random things, and we also let Sean pick the Olympics topic. I normally don't do that, but I went with my gut on this one. So he chose the Olympics of sports letdowns. Can't wait for the interpretation of openness this week as we choose our podiums. If you like the podcast, tell your friends and give them our social media credentials. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at NBNH Podcast or search No Brains, No Headache Podcast and look for the two morons. You're listening right now on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever it may be. Follow and or subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Then if you're feeling ambitious, we would appreciate any feedback in the form of a review and a rating. Give us five stars if you like the show. Before we verbally tear this place apart, Matt and I would like to make a PSA announcement that we are bringing back the beer bong. I don't know if it ever left, but we have teamed up with Lady Liberty Drinking to introduce you all to the Kong beer bong. This fantastic invention is a can cooler to keep your beverage cold. Then when you're ready to take that shit to the next level, you simply attach the hose to the bottom, pour your beer, and the rest is history. You will be the life of the party guaranteed if you show up with one of these. And it's not restricted to any age group. I highly suggest being 21 plus if consuming alcohol. But there's nothing in the rule book that says you can't slam a few Mountain Dews, mainly because there's no rule book. And this is America, after all. Some argue it's the greatest country in the world, but I'm not going to go down that road right now. I'm here to advocate for Kong Beer Bong. Right now they have white, black, blue, green, and red. I have a green one that gets plenty of use. And of course, Matt Clan O'Cleary has a red one because... Well, to learn more, visit the link in our Instagram bio, or we tweet out a link every Friday. Then, of course, your easy op- easiest option would be to read the description of this episode where I have provided the link as well. I'm surrounded by two clearies, so let's get it on. Okay. Let's party. I'm now joined by my co-host, Matt Cleary. Matt, how are you today? I'm great. Oh, uh, thank you. And we're with your brother, Sean Cleary, as guest host. Sean, how are you this evening? Good, Jordan. Thanks for having me on, guys. What are we drinking right now? Uh, you know, I just finished a Sam Adams Golden Ale and cracked open a bush light right before we hopped on air. Yeah, everybody grabbed about five bush lights before we started recording. We're going to do some Cleary's comments. Matt, your last name is Cleary. Let's get it on. I have so many that just are teeing Sean up for some great content. The first one I want to get into is, can you tell us how you fixed a bobblehead contest? Well, it was a really team effort. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we saw that Tom Sr., Tom Stromy Sr. was in a contest to be made into a bobblehead by the Bismarck Larks. Not quite sure why or for what purpose, but, um, you know, the boys, we all got together and we, we started voting for Tom Sr. a lot. Um, some of the emails were legitimate and some... Not so legitimate, but uh, yeah, the I think the Larks caught on to that. Some of the emails were fake, and uh, you know, Tom Stromy Jr. Tom took uh, matters into his own hands and rounded up a few extra votes, and we got Tom Sr. over the over the finish line. Threatened a lawsuit, and one thing led to another, and there's a Tom Stromy Sr. bobblehead night. 
Yeah, the local baseball team just votes on a bobblehead, and turns out the locals decide to work it in their favor. I don't blame you. I would have done the same thing. You steal it fair and square. Yeah. That's well, how I do it. And I should say that they did verify all the emails. And so, you know, voter voter security, very, very important in 2021. And uh, the Larks took it seriously. But, you know, ultimately, Tom Sr. was the media bottlehead champion. Well, it's like, I don't know if this email is legit. It's jakebloom69 at yahoo.com. Turns out that's his actual email. Maybe the U.S. government should take after this Sandlot League that's just thriving in voter integrity. Didn't you play in a kickball league in D.C.? Yeah, I played in a kickball league. It was a lot of fun. Any big-name politicians that you had to, like, elbow run around first? No, our team was pretty bad, so we lost a lot. But it was basically just a way to drink a lot of beer on a Thursday night. Made Fridays really shitty at the office, though. And then when you were in D.C., I know your bike got stolen? My bike got stolen twice. Um, well, actually, one time it was just the wheels off the bike. but uh yeah i had this collapsible bicycle foldy bike foldy bike i was really excited about that got stolen three days into into my time in dc so i bought a thrift store bicycle and uh lived in actually one of the worst neighborhoods in dc or worst metro stop not the worst neighborhood but pretty rough neighborhood and uh went into the cvs busiest corner of the neighborhood came back out five minutes later and my bike tires were off and like 12 people saw it happen so I asked one of them, I'm like, hey, did you see what happened to my bike? And he's like, oh, man, the tires are off of that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I noticed. And I had to walk of shame, carry my bike frame home. It sucked. Didn't they find, like, Foldy Bike in some guy's garage who had stolen, like, yeah, 500 they found, bikes? They found Foldy Bike in, like, a container in rural Virginia with, yeah, like, 100 other bikes. Just a serial bike stealer? Yeah, so I did, I did, get, Foldy bike, I did get Foldy Bike back, but... It actually, Foldy Bike kind of sucked. It uh, had really small wheels, and so you had to put a lot of effort in to go not very fast, but kind of a, more of a novelty thing. Yeah, one time Matt and I rode, rode a tandem bicycle, and then the tire popped, so that was the oh, end yeah. of our fun. Yeah, talk about walk of shame with a two-person bike on the side of the road. And oh. there was a local parade going on. It was terrible. Well, uh, Colin Engelhardt and I rode a tandem bicycle to Canada from Bismarck, or Win- rode up to Winnipeg, so that's 430 miles I remember you guys are like, yeah, we're not going to ride on the interstate at all. And a bunch of people were like, yeah, I saw Sean on the side of the interstate. Just went the interstate the whole way up. Yeah, that was before smartphones. So it's like, is you know, we printed out maps and that was kind of complicated. So we just hopped back on the interstate and let it rip. You just go for like 90 miles a day or? Yeah. And we thought the tandem would make us go faster, but turns out tandems are pretty freaking slow. So uh, Colin's brother, who's like a triathlete, rode with us the first day and just made fun of us the whole time for going eight miles an hour the whole way to Jamestown. Yeah, I feel like that was a bold strategy. Yeah. You made uh, it further than us. We made it like two blocks and this tire popped on us. Oh, yeah, it was like th- <laughs> three blocks. I'm like, yeah, we could jump this curb. <laughs> nope, could not jump the curb. Would you rather spend 18 months in jail or 10 years of Saturdays in jail? 18 months straight or every Saturday for 10 years? I'd, I'd do the 18 months, I think. Oh, uh, I think I'm for sure going on the Saturday. I mean, Weinstein did it. He turned out okay. Uh, I've been meeting to get a tattoo, so I'm just going to do the 18 months, get a few tats for get- free. You get them at a premium in prison slash jail. Yeah, you also get hepatitis. What's the difference between jail and prison? Like, is there a, is a timeline, a time frame that says jail or prison? 
isn't jail like when you go at the county level and then you get moved to prison? I feel like a lot of people say jail and it actually means prison. And we need to clear that up as a society. You also have to think the Saturdays, that's like over 500 days, right? And the... Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's it's the like, same amount of days. Yeah, it's like you know. Sa- actually, I take that back. I think I'd do the Saturdays because because you check yourself in what Saturday morning yeah. at eight and you get let out Sunday morning. Yeah. No, I'm an idiot. I I do the Saturdays because you can't get that you can't get those eighteen months back doing that consecutively. That's a chunk of your life. I mean, it, it would suck. Like you going, free going, on, going on vacation, you're like, I have, oh, enough, I have enough tattoos. Yeah, we got to be back by uh, Saturday. Got to check myself into jail. Yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. I worked at a prison for a summer. Didn't you build Run. the prison? Yeah, you built I, the prison. I, I put the toilets in. <laughs> See, it was kind of rock bottom. Saying you worked actually. at a prison would kind of imply that you were like a prison guard. Have you ever worked at a prison? It, you didn't. You worked. You technically worked at a prison. You weren't a prison worker. Just pounding dirt, installing toilets, making pretty big distinctions here. I feel like that would be a terrible job, which was also another thing I wanted to talk about. What was the worst job you had in high school and or college? college before i worked at the prison i worked for a company that did trenching and boring had a really great boss great co-workers but the work was hard as hell like we were out in watford city running around digging holes in the ground for 15 hours a day eventually we went down to my boss's ranch and uh, helped him put in some water line and i got the flu that week and it was also like 98 degrees and so Got super dehydrated. Actually, had to call mom and come pick me up from Bowman, North Dakota. Uh, it's pretty pretty close to rock bottom for a twenty one year old. Have to call your mom to pick you up from work. Nice, but uh, yeah, and so one and one of your sucked. Yeah, your coworker because there was one other guy who would randomly sleep at the house oh. dirt on the weekend. Babs. Oh yeah, Babs. Babs is <laughs> the most normal. I hope. Yeah, Babs are here listening. I hope all's well. And another guy went to freaking prison because he hit a girl with his car intentionally. How many, tat- <laughs> how many tattoos did he get in prison, though? I don't know. Maybe we could have him on the show. Wait, was that the guy? We saw him outside of a gas station. No, that was a different. That was a coworker from Central. Okay, so you just have all of your coworkers have been in prison? Well, this kid was not. Uh, was not it an easy guy. transition from working at a prison to just transitioning into the prison? I don't know. I have this quiz called How Dad Are You? See if you guys have done any of these. Guess it's free. When the cashier has trouble scanning an item, that never happens. I do yeah, this. That one sucks. I do the scan and go do it yourself. <laughs> DIY. Found it after pointing a stud finder at your chest. No. Pointing a stud finder at your chest. Yeah. Most of the time, I'm trying to actually figure out how to get the stud finder to work. I'm more focused on that. Uh, most of the time, I try to. I'm like, oh, I downloaded this app that's a stud finder and just put a hole in my wall no. that's nowhere yeah. near. Like 90% of stud finders don't actually work. So just do what everybody else does. You just gamble on it. Yeah, you're all the dice. Looks like we'll have to amputate when someone gets a minor injury. I I could get behind that. I guess I could say a joke like that, like a paper cut. Yep. Might have to get rid of it. Let's rock and roll when it's time to leave. I do that all the time. Yeah, I say that every single day of my life. <laughs> I like to do the let's rock <laughs> and roll. You know, you pause in there for dramatic effect. Asking someone if they fell in, if they took a long time in the bathroom. No. Did you put the fan on and spray would be the appropriate response. No, you're other right when someone turns to the left. Yes, all the time. I mess that up a lot. And you don't throw stones when you live in a glass house. I don't know if that's a dadism too, but. What's the damage? 
when someone gives you a bill. <laughs> I normally say, I thought you were getting this. You should just leave. <laughs> Hopefully the other person picks it up. <laughs> Irish goodbye. <laughs> Can you do mine next when your neighbor is mowing their lawn? Classic dad. Yeah. Or snow shoveling. Uh, that's about all. I mean, most of these suck. You got to go with the classic, like, leave the door open and it's cold out. Are you trying to heat the whole neighborhood? I mean, come on, Matt. That's just a slam dunk. I would have to say. That's literally the, on here. One of the more dad things I do since getting married is uh, I uh, make sure all the lights in the house are off. You know, got to save that extra dollar fifty a month in electricity. You don't become a dad when you get married. You just become a husband, it turns out. Dynamite drop in, Jordan. Sinus. Can't get far without these when you forget your keys. I forget my keys every time I try to leave my house. No, if you <laughs> if you leave something at home and you return, you go, that was quick, or like, already back. Yeah, I hate those jokes because I'm always that person. So, Well, I'm the type of guy who will sit through the ad bullshit on YouTube, even though I pay for Spotify Premium. There's really nothing better than watching some old music videos. Matt suggested I listen to Down Under by Men at Work the other day. <laughs> and that is a masterpiece of a music video, I have to say. It's crazy. They're out in the middle of nowhere just slamming away on their keyboard and their drums. I've also been crushing David Bowie lately. What have you guys been listening to? we got to get the update on the music. Anything new? Also, I refuse to buy Spotify Premium. I will never do it. I did for my wedding to make the playlist. You should have not bought in Spotify Premium for your wedding and just let the ads go. You just got to buy Spotify Premium with a credit card and then never pay it. You forget about it. It's great. That's a terrible idea. You know, for music, I'm not going to lie, I'm a big Christian music guy. I listen to Christian music a lot in my car. I fucking hate you. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it. That kind of meant, do you have a Cleary's comment? <laughs> oh. Actually, I do get drunk and message the lead singer a Creed on Twitter. I don't, a is lot. Creed a Christian band? Depends on how you look at it. I would say no. <laughs> yeah, big time. Scott Stapp, if you're listening to this, fucking reply to me, please. Every major holiday, I wish him a, hol a happy holidays. I want to talk about the Badlands. The Not ba what you guys are thinking. There was this guy who has a Hall of Fame name that got arrested at the Tulsa airport for having 102 pounds of meth on his plane. And his legal name is Badlands Justice McNally. Got the McNally in there. That's nice. That's oh, his birth name, you think? Yeah. Big time. I bet his dad lives in like a militia in West Virginia. Badlands McNally. I would legally change my name to that if it wasn't tied to meth. You could change Sandwich's name to that. I don't know. Yeah, you already, do a Twitter poll. He already knows his name. He does not know his name. Sandwich responds to Sandwich or Sandwich. Sandman. Rubber Sandman. Rubber Sandman? Yep. I don't like that. Don't say that ever again. Oh, also, last week I mentioned Brutus the Grizzly Bear, and uh, loyal listener Scott informed me that Brutus died last month, so... Pour one out. Yeah, tough uh, break. Well, do you remember as a kid when Bonnie died at the zoo? Was that the black bear? Yeah, no, it was the grizzly bear. Bonnie and Clyde, they're two huge grizzlies at the Dakota Zoo. That's original. Well, I have a picture of... I can't remember if it's Bonnie or Clyde, but I have a framed photo of them on my, in my house. You have a framed photo of two bears. That's just the one bear. The one bear. I think it's Clyde. That's can, awesome. Can we talk about how you gave yourself a nickname? I did not give myself the nickname Claire Bear. Who gave it to you? Ask the boys who call me that every single day. I didn't. I don't know where it originated. It, it happened when I first lived in D.C., so 2013. 
You're just gassing PBRs at the local pub? Yeah, well, when you're broke and PBRs a dollar, that's where you got to drink them. Well, I like the nickname Claire Bear. You got Cleary, Bear. I don't know where the bear really comes into play, but Claire Bear, maybe it's because you just suck down the beers like they're water yeah, well, with your bear paw hands. That's a genetic thing, I think, for Clearys. What name would you not like to have? Like, I think Matt's a good name. I think Sean's a good name. I'm satisfied with Jordan since we're you guys are family members. What name would you not like besides Joe? Oh, I was going to say Joe. Yeah, Joe's, fucking Joe's, okay. Joe's a layup. Let's take yeah. Joe off the board immediately. Uh, Joseph? <laughs> I would be like like a Matthias. My name was Matthias. There was a kid on our freaking t-ball team that was named Matthias, and he was the worst yeah. goddamn player. Was Sean on that t-ball team? No, this was lower minors when we were like the Angels. Sean was on the Carson Wentz t-ball team, by yeah. the way. But names... Matthias, or if my name was Seth, I'd punch myself in the <laughs> penis every day. Seth isn't a bad name. That's a pretty shitty name. <laughs> that's a terrible name. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a good question. Matt, you go first. I'm thinking. Names that I wouldn't want? Yeah. I don't know. Adolf. <laughs> go biblical. <laughs> oh, biblical? I, I mean, don't know. I'm just giving you suggestions. Judas? Didn't Cain kill his brother? I think yeah. the first name Kane would actually be pretty badass. And like, that's due to wrestling. Yeah. Purely. Nebu- Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. Malachi. You got me on Bible right now. It's a shitty name, just full stop, even without the Bible stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sodom. Uh, that's a city. Oh. I think you're just saying the first name of all terrible. You know dictators. what? One thing, I, one thing I want to go back and learn to do that we had to, well, we all had to do it in Mr. Eichley's class. Was uh, learn all the books of the Bible. Oh, I can still I, rattle off a few. Oh, you can? I only got the first five. And Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Right, let's, let's, let's cut this. Nobody, we Joshua, Joshua Judges, Judges, Ruth, Samuel 1 and 2, Kings 1 and 2, Chronicles 1 and 2. That's all I know. Yeah, and then all those middle books don't really matter. Nothing happened. Question for Sean. Where is the coolest place you've lived? You've lived a few places. I mean, you haven't, like, traveled and lived all over the world, but yeah. you've lived a few different places. Where's the coolest? Grand Forks. <laughs> Not Grand Forks. <laughs> I thank God every day. That, I, I have some great – some of my best friends still from Grand Forks that I met when I was there, but, man, I, I do not miss that town. Um, you know, I love my time in D.C. It was a lot of fun, but I like being back in Bismarck. Like, I, I love it here. My wife loves it here. Got my family here, which for the most part is a good thing. I like Bismarck a lot. I mean, and you can travel a lot if you want to. Yeah. Well, my my uh, my plan when I wanted to quit my job and run away from everything was to move to Salt Lake City. I uh, visited a buddy down there, and it's a pretty cool place to be. A lot of hiking, a lot of skiing. So Salt Lake, I've, I've spent a decent amount of time there, and that that's that'd be a go to place if we weren't going to stick around. Bismarck is is Salt Lake City. Yeah, I've been to Utah a few times and haven't been to the Salt Lake area, but I've been to Moab and oh, South. Nice. I just kind of like skipped through from Denver, and uh, <laughs> that story is for another day. <laughs> yeah, I think it's already been brought up on the podcast, but it is a fantastic story. <laughs> Talked about your friends in Grand Forks. I still keep, I think I've brought it up on the podcast. Uh, one of your friends said he could run for four yards a carry behind the 2017 Dallas Cowboys offensive line. Was that the one oh, in yeah. front of DeMarco Murray or is that Zeke? That was Zeke's okay. like rookie year with, they had like four all pros. Okay. Yeah. That was my buddy. That was my, well, he's my boss at the time, Frank. 
Yeah, after meeting yeah. Frank, there's no fucking way this guy could have run for four <laughs> yards of carry. You know? No, nothing against Frank. I mean, he could put Ben like down the wings. Four um, yards of carry is high. Yeah, dude, Frank, that's twelve feet. Frank, Frank was a good boss. He's a good friend. But yeah, that debate took up probably our entire morning at work. We we talked about the Cowboys' offensive line and whether or not Frank could. And the, I, I don't know if I could do this story justice, but it was I broke down international waters on mm. my Cleary's comments because. Frank like had some sort of international incident when he was in the Navy about being on a ship that oh, crashed yeah. into a dock. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you guys should have Frank on the podcast. He's funnier than I am. But yeah, Frank was in the Navy and uh, he was pulling somewhere into Canada and like the Canadians had all had this like welcome committee out for him. Because it was a brand new ship. Yeah, they had like this a brand new ship. Billion you know, dollar yeah, ship. Hundreds of millions of dollars. And uh, they just came in a little too hot and, like, freaking <laughs> slammed the door off. The door had to be, like, roped up because it was too broken to function. Just a bit outside. Yeah, I think that one got up to the president's desk because it was that dollar amount of fuck-ups. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, maiden voyage. Titanic to this one into the side of a dock. And so Sean Bradley, seven foot six from BYU, your favorite state, uh, was paralyzed in a bike accident which is not funny, but what is funny is about five or six years ago, Sean Bradley, who's an avid biker, had his bike stolen from him, and he's 7'6", so it's a custom-made bike. His brother, who's 6'10", can't ride it because it's too big. The guy who stole it two days later just gave it back to him. Yeah, it was impossible to ride, I bet. Yeah. Oh, where are you going to go to get a guy that's 7'6", besides like having two Chinese people stand on top of each other? Yeah, the value's all in the perception. You have to bring race into it. I stole a bike in college. Take one off the waiver wire. I did. That's exactly what happened. There was always this bike rack full of bikes, and, you know, you have a couple drinks. You're walking back to the dorms. You're tired of walking, and there's just a bike rack there. That's what you got to do sometimes. Didn't you and Denver correspondent Andy ride bikes that were chained together? Yeah, we were walking home from downtown Grand Forks, Sean's favorite place to live in America, and there was these two bikes chained together, but they weren't chained to anything. They were just sitting up next to this tree, (laughs) and we decided that it was fair game. So we took them, and we learned after lots of failures how to ride them simultaneously. So not to put you guys on the spot or make you pick favorites, but, uh, you know, listen to... Not all the episodes, but most of them. Uh, who's the coolest guest you've had on since you've started doing this thing? Matt, you can go first. Uh, shot out of a cannon, least coolest, Jared Spooner, hands down. It was the worst interview I think anyone has ever done. Yeah, he was just standing next to a he was like speed outside the, racing. Yeah, outside the rec center with just bikes going by, and randomly he'd be talking and be like, and then you'd hear the... What did I tell you about sound effects with your mouth? Uh, okay. Uh, best interviews, I'd probably say I really liked Andy Ruther, and I actually really liked the beer league guy from Chicago. He was He was really cool. Yeah, that was a good one. I would have to say, as far as somebody we didn't really know before, I would say Mike Camerlango, and then reaching back a while, Zach Johnson from he played for football for NDSU, and he was a really good time. We had such a blast talking to him. But I will, I mean, it's hard to say that, but because we every time we do it, we always plan for 
20, 30, 40 minutes, and then it always goes for like 10, 15, 20 minutes longer than we plan. And it's usually always cool with our guests, but that's good when it's going way longer because the conversation is just awesome. And Well, and like each interview has a cool story usually around it. Like Zach forgot about the interview, so Jordan called Chubb's Pub in Fargo where Zach was drinking at, and Zach took the phone call from the landline at Chubb's Pub in the basement. Yeah, and they just had a bartender waiting on him in the basement, too, just checking on him every 15 minutes, feeding him beers. So it was perfect. But Good thing they still have their landline, you know? Yeah. I was thinking about getting one for the studio. I have the Sports Illustrated football flip phone right behind you. We need to find out if it works. Take live callers on the show. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Who was the the bobsled guy? Oh, Hunter was really cool. I thought that was a good interview. Yeah, yeah, Hunter Church, he's a good guy. He's definitely going to win a gold medal, and then we are just going to brag about it. You should go and watch him. Pretty sure it's in South Korea. Perfect. You speak Korean. Is that the good Korea? Put another shrimp on the barbie. Is that what you're going to say about <laughs> Is that what you're going to say about Hunter? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's just a cool dude. I had something else I was going to say. I completely forgot. Uh, well, so I got my other question here. This one's more geared towards Matt, but Jordan can chime in, too. What's the wish list for the studio here? You got a pretty nice setup, but uh, where's the room for improvement? Mm, I'll interject. I actually want to put my deer rack. I have a deer I shot like two seasons ago, three uh, deer seasons ago. It's a nice European mount, and I just haven't hung it up in my room, and I thought it looked really nice in here. But we are getting limited on space because I put in this giant TV. I don't know if you can see it, but... You could put out Michael Jordan's wingspan, and it'd barely cover that. Which is not a lot of value add for podcasts, you know. It helps so we can actually see the people we Zoom rather than a speck across the room because my vision is failing me. But Except for the thing stretches, too, and uh, was it two weeks ago? I just tripped over the cord. No, Matt drunkenly buys a bunch of signed jerseys. What are some of them you have? Uh, Troy Smith, Heisman winner from... Ohio State, Marcus Dupree, Vinny Testaverde, Ricky, Ricky Williams. Williams. So I think to answer that question is we want to like frame those and make them look nice and like hang them up somehow. But like I said, space is limited. Who knows where the podcast will go? But yeah, well, I, I like we always get compliments on the podcast setup every time we zoom somebody, and they always mistake us that we live in Chicago for some reason, which I will get to later. But <laughs> Well, uh, it's a beautiful setup, and that leads me to my last question I have for you guys before we move on is uh, who's, like, the dream dream guest? Like, if you could catch the big fish, who's that? So we'll do short-term and long-term, Matt? <laughs> I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I've said it since day one. I would say my short-term dream guest is a contestant of the show, Survivor on CBS. I've been talking about it a lot with Matt, but I haven't really even – put out any feelers yet, but I want to just talk to him about the show because I love that show so much. Long-term, Matt, sorry if I steal it here, Dan Orlovsky. The guy just gets it. He spits straight facts, and he just seems like an outgoing guy who would love to talk sports. So Dan Orlovsky, what do you think? I didn't mean to steal that one, but I knew he was on our radar. I mean, yeah, he he actually responds to us on Twitter. Occasionally. Yeah, and having and he's like, genuinely knows what he's talking about and he's funny when someone said like check out the hose on josh allen when he threw a touchdown pass and dan orlovsky replies you should see his arm 
I bet Matt would love to have Pat McAfee on too. Oh yeah, fellow podcaster. Yeah, Pat. Pat's like uh, hearing his story is crazy. But yeah, I mean, it, a lot of sports people. There's some comedians too, uh, like smaller name comedians, like Chris Porter is one of them that I really like. But no one really knows who he is. I've never heard of him. Yeah, he has a fantastic special on Amazon. I watch it at least twice a year. Think about it. Oral Roberts equals blowjob Bob. Let's talk about UND football versus NDSU football. This will actually come out after the results are out. Who do you got and why, Sean? I'm going to go with UND. Just feeling good about it. And you'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. Going with my friend Bob. It's going to be a nice little Saturday. Bob's a big NDSU guy, so odds are good. Whatever the result is, the next couple hours will be rough, but I have a feeling we'll get through it. Looking forward to it. I think this is UND's year. But, uh, I Honestly, I want UND to win more than anything. Ever since the hot mic mix-up mix in the first week of the season, you didn't hear oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, with the reps. I, I can't fucking hear anything of this fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really want UND to win, but I think it's going to be an absolute boring game. I think it's like 7-6 NDSU wins. Yeah, it's a battle of the running backs. NDSU has a guy named Kobe Johnson. He wears number 24, and then... I can't remember the UND running back's last name, but he's number 26, and his first name is Otis. And he's a brick house. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he did break, like, at least four tackles. I, I forgot remember. his last name. I apologize. Sincerely, I also will be picking UND, and I will be watching it at Herd and Horns, so they get a little free spot here. Herd and Horns, Fargo, go there. I actually am way more into spring football than I thought. It's just nice to have. I'm kind of confused by it, but it's fine. Yeah, it's been a I, weird year. I'm confused too. They play on like a Sunday, then a Saturday, then a Thursday. It's like, I is this NFL? I'm very confused. But there's just a lot of new things going on, especially with this last year we had. One thing we got was the old Stimmy, fourteen hundred dollars, usually direct deposit. I don't know the people who get checks; they must be living under a rock. What are some of the worst ways you could spend your fourteen hundred dollars Stimmy? as I like to call it. Hard drugs? I don't think there's a bad way to spend it, to be honest. I think, I think hard drugs is a decent way to spend it. Yeah. There's Ta- worse. Tattoos, firearms, it's like... Go to prison if you want tattoos, for the love of God. Jordan, I don't know if you know this about prison tattoos. They're Just not- go to the Federal Reserve, and it's free <laughs> tats all day. He doesn't understand the concept. Yeah. Never will. Okay, I have a few examples. One would be a skunk farm. Just a farm full of skunks. You couldn't pay $1,400 for that. It, there's, yeah, and there's no I'd way. I'd have to say the, more responsible, like a you, the more responsible you are with the stimmy, the lamer it is. Like, it's like, oh, I'm going to pay down debt. It's like, pfft. Yeah, last time I, I checked, this was America, yeah. the land of stupid purchases. Yeah. Like, I'm going to send my rifles down to Omaha, Nebraska to get the rifling redone in them. Oh, way to spend $1,400. Actually, it was $2,800, but I had to get two of them done. You could buy a motorcycle for my cat. Big time. You could I'd, buy, I'd, I'd, I'd go in on that with you. Yeah. You could buy 1,400 DVDs. 1,400 PBRs at Hamilton's. You could offer to buy the entire bar around, think it'll be like 100 bucks, and then it turns out it's $1,400. Uh, oh, yeah. Have you done that before? I mean, that would no. be the biggest power move ever. Like, get around for the bar and then just leave before paying it. I don't know. I won 1,200 bucks in fantasy football this year. And got pretty drunk and donated it all to Portnoy's uh, Barstool Fund for those restaurants. 
That's actually pretty sweet of you. Yeah. It's kind of cool, but. Hindsight? Yeah, you just send it, you know? I mean, hindsight people are donating 150 grand. Yeah, I know. I I didn't get a shout out because freaking, who who are some of the big names that gave it? Like Jake Owen, Marcus Lamonis. You said Hamiltons. I want to talk about if you could have a starting lineup of U.S. presidents in a basketball team. Who do you got? Well, you know, they say that Washington was tall, but I think he was just tall for the time. I think Washington was like 6'1". So, you know, maybe point guard situation there, but I'd still pick him. That's, He'd that's be a fearless leader. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely having like a Howard Taft breaking down the five spot. A Blinken. Ger- Gerald Ford played football for yep. University of Michigan, so he's I definitely think he's a decent athlete. Yeah, my shooting guard. You got Barry O at small forward. And then point guard, I think you got to go with like a John Adams, five foot four. I don't know. I feel like you got to go with like an Andrew Jackson. You kind of need an asshole as point guard. Was Andrew Jackson an asshole? I think so. No. Yeah, he's a pretty big dick. Like there's out of all the bills, they're thinking about replacing Andrew on the old twenty. Yeah. So it you says know, something. I'm a big W fan. I'd have to have George Bush. I don't know where I'd put him, but uh, we find we find a spot for him. He's a motivator. Student, you know? student manager. Gets people fired up. Wait, wait, W or HW? Probably W. We'd have HW around too, though. Is he still alive? No, he died. Oh, tough break. I would say we Read get, the room. We'd try to get Donnie as owner of the team, but the last team Donnie owned, the whole league collapsed financially. So Yeah, I can't say I trust him to do much. Yeah. I, d- I did love... Uh, the guy we interviewed from Chicago saying that people are protesting the Trump Tower. He's like, he doesn't even own it. Yeah, Trump got a few stimmies passed. Biden got that stimmy passed. One way you could also spend your entire stimmy is head over to the Moe's Smoke Shop located right here in Bismarck. It's North Dakota's largest smoke shop. The first time I ever went in there, I walked in and I was like, holy shit, this place is huge. They have everything you need from batteries, vapes, juice for said vape, Or if you like the tobacco, they carry tins, cans, papers, and other supplies to roll your own and a huge selection of cigars. Let's not forget about the stogies. Maybe you don't use tobacco products and that's totally fine, but you know someone who does and you're feeling nice so you want to buy them a gift. Plenty of hookah supplies and equipment, glass pipes, bongs, pinners, whips, chains, whistles, yo-yos. Wait, what? I got a little carried away there. The point is there's plenty to discover at Moe's Smoke Shop. And if you don't know where to start, just ask someone. They have a great staff that will take good care of you. They're located at 3500 North 14th Street, right by CVS and B-Dubs. Stop in, tell them we sent you, and the coolest part I respect the most is the owner's name is Mo, and he's actually there. If you were to go to Dick's Sporting Goods, for example, and ask for Dick, you could possibly get arrested. Don't get arrested at Moe's, must be 21 plus to enter. Thank you to Moe's Smoke Shop, the largest smoke shop in North Dakota, for being part of No Brains, No Headache podcast. That actually makes me think of something that happened in Colorado this past week. Uh, Jared Polis, governor down there, had a hashtag meat out day uh, to phase out eating meat. I think it was a climate change deal. And uh, yeah, well, one, phrasing. And two, I don't, I don't know who stops eating meat. The guy needs to get a freaking clue. Also, yeah, meat out. You do that in North Dakota, and there's guys hanging dong everywhere. Yeah, that's the joke. Don't get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't whip your schlong out. That's not a bong. That's for my schlong. Let's get into Olympics. Sean, you picked the topic this week. Sports letdowns. Olympics of sports letdowns. 
as our Olympics work is we pick a topic and then we choose our podiums. You can have a disqualified. That's always optional. Then we work in ascending order with lost in the medal round, bronze, silver, gold. Open for interpretation as usual, meaning don't judge us, but also judge us for our podiums. And then also personal preference. Matt, go ahead, Sean. You're in the middle, then I'll follow. I'm just going to say there's really no DQ for this because DQ would be great sports moments, and I think we've done that before. So Yeah, I don't have a DQ. Yeah. No, I, I didn't come, yeah. I didn't come with Sean that. barely came with four. So my lost in the medal round, my fantasy football teams from 2009 to present. I haven't won a championship since it would be the, uh, who was president before Obama? George W. Bush. We were Dubs. just talking about it. George W. Bush administration. Oh, I've he, never won a championship, so I'll go fuck myself. His presidency ended in two. Actually, the last one, so I think Sean and I tied, and then Sean made me split the money with him. Yeah, that was a real power move on my part. I was like eight. Play to win. You're lost in the middle round? Uh, I'm going to go with Bodie Miller, because uh, he literally lost in the middle round. Uh, you know, I was a big ski, ski fan in high school. I was really hyped for the Bodie Miller uh, run in the Olympics. Uh, like Bodie Miller, I like to drink a lot when I ski. Um, but he's the one competing in the Olympics. Didn't work out too well for him. Big letdown for me. It didn't bode well. Get out. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My last in the medal round is the Seattle Mariners in 2001. They set the MLB record for 116 wins in a season. And then after beating the Cleveland Indians in the ALDS and losing to the Yankees in the ALCS, that was the last time they made it to the postseason. Seattle Mariners playoff route since 2001. I also like this pick because it's interesting because they don't have a win, obviously, not making the playoffs. The next closest team to not have a win, Matt, the Minnesota Twins with 18 in a row dating back to 2004. So we'll see if the Mariners can make the playoffs or if the Twins can win in the playoffs for the MLB 2021 season coming ahead. That's actually a crazy pick because... Ken Griffey Jr. Slugfest, a game we played all the time growing up, was the year before that, and Ken Griffey Jr. could breathe on a ball in that game, and it's gone. Yeah. What year was that? 2001, so 2000. Okay, my bronze medal, and this is recency (laughs) bias at the top, is Carlos Orduz getting crushed by the ESPN Deportes set in Colombia. I don't know if you saw the video, but this guy, they're live on air, and the whole set just collapses on him, gets absolutely crushed. It made me laugh. He ended up being okay, but this guy got absolutely ruined on live TV, and it is my favorite moment of 2021 so far. Yeah, that guy is ruined mentally. He'll never be able to sit on set and focus again. My bronze medalist is Andy Roddick, a big tennis fan, and when I was playing a lot, Andy Roddick was supposed to be the next big thing in American tennis. You know, I think he won the U.S. Open, and then after that, it was just let down after let down. Uh, you know, crying at press conferences, it was a tough look. So, Andy Roddick. We have a lot of diversity in sports this Olympics, and I really appreciate that Sean brings that aspect I do to love, the Olympics. I do love the A-Rod pick. Yeah. And it wasn't I'm, the only— I'm very into sports that no the, one else— The only sees. reason he won is because Federer was hurt that tournament, right? I think so. I think that was actually before Federer started winning all the time. Yeah, because he like never beat him. No, I don't think so. Got the old tennis there. That's a first, I think. My bronze medal might be a little confusing. 
My bronze medal is the 2004 men's basketball team in the Olympics in Athens. Uh, they took home the bronze, and that's just a disgrace. So really, any year that the USA men's basketball team didn't win gold in the Olympics, um, hopefully it doesn't confuse people that I chose the Olympics as the Olympics, but that they took bronze that year, and this is my bronze pick. But do you agree that the USA men's basketball team should take gold every year? Yeah, that was, no reason. that was the dream team, and then in 2008, they were the redeem team. I don't think they've lost since then. They haven't. The, the U.S. losing in basketball would be like the U.S. losing in football. Like, it should not happen. They used to lose to the Soviets back in the day when that was a thing, but not anymore. Everyone lost to the Soviets because they were just pumped full of steroids. Yeah, bronze 2004 Athens Olympics. That's just a disgrace. My silver medal... Is Duke in 2013 losing to Louisville in the NCAA tournament? Duke losing in the tournament is not that bad. I mean, it happens a lot. 2006, J.J. Reddick's last year, they lost to LSU and Big Baby Davis, a fat fuck. But on top of Louisville losing, Kevin Ware, he was a great basketball player. His leg was the most disgusting <laughs> oh, thing I've yeah. ever seen in my entire life. I Qu- Quinn, Yeah, Quinn Cook. Made a three-pointer, turned around, saw it, and was like, nope, and just walked. I remember watching it in my dorm room. Some I can't remember who it was, but they saw it happen. I didn't see the leg actually snap, but he saw it and just goes, nope, and walked out. His leg was so broken that the bone was just sticking out, and his foot was on the ground. Ugh. And they just like put a towel over it, and they're like, all right, guys, we should... Uh, that one was nasty. We kind of experienced it with the Dak Prescott this year, where you could see it in live time, the camera... Didn't have time to like cut it out. You oh, the worst! The worst about Dak too was he like tried to put his ankle back in place. I'm like, yeah. dude, your ankle is no. might be a cramp. <laughs> He's got signed for a lot of money. So, oh yeah, big time. He's gonna be doing okay, I think. Who's your silver? Uh, my silver medal is it's a bit of a niche reference. You guys were probably at this game too, though. But uh, when I was a junior in high school, we were playing Bismarck High in basketball. I was watching. Loved watching my friends play. Good team. Lost in triple overtime to Bismarck High, crosstown rivals. Had the ball, it was tied, eight seconds left. St. Mary's has it, inbounds it, turnover. Some Bismarck High player, like, falling out of bounds, banks a half-court shot in to win the game, and I almost puked. I just yeah. walked out in silence. It was Yeah, I remember having a migraine after the game, mainly because I was withdrawing from alcohol, but that was the most intense high school basketball game I've ever been a part of. I wouldn't say it was a letdown, but maybe because I was just so young at the time where that was just like, I was just glad that we went to three overtimes. Yeah, yeah, and not, that, yeah that, not a letdown in the sense of like, I was disappointed, but like in a letdown in the like, I'm so built up, so pumped, and then to come that close and lose. That's kind of when Bundy became ice too, because he hit that three-pointer that was from the logo. Yeah, yeah that kid can still just ball too. Yeah, he was a little left-handed J.J. Redick where it's like, just give him some space and he can make it five feet behind the three-point line. Also, a little side story about that, our Y-ball team. It was Jordan and I, Bundy was on there, and we played a team of high school kids that was basically the McDonald's All-Americans, and they were dunking in warm-ups. Bundy hits a three, we go up three to zero and lose the first game 25 to three. Yeah, that's how we do it. Got to hit them early, attack them while they're down. We hit them early, but we just didn't attack them while we were down. Someone someone gave a speech saying, all right, guys, we play them 10 times. I was going to not do anything relating to Cubs or Vikings, but I'm going to bite and say the Cubs, but it's really specific. 
Matt, it involves you and also your sister, Anne. August 23rd <laughs> and 24th, 2019, Matt and I took our infamous Chicago trip to see the Cubs play at Wrigley for the first time. Not only did they lose both games with a combined score of 16-5, to but I fanned on a Juan Soto home run ball. <laughs> and although I would have had to throw it back anyway, it was a real letdown. Yeah, that was on that was on TV. <laughs> <laughs> when I researched it, I actually found the clip and I could see myself clear as day. I still had fun at Wrigley with Matt. We sat in the bleachers the one day and then behind the home plate the other. But that was the turning point of the season where the Cubs got really shitty. <laughs> And the Nats got hot and went on to win the World Series. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it, it wasn't. It was a letdown at the time, but then like the Cubs like lost out this season. It was just like holy fuck, we saw the meltdown. But we saw it I was, first. I was a huge Nats bandwagon fan the entire time I lived in DC because they just played out of their minds. And I watched that clip of you missing that catch about twenty times. Well, and it's well, I've only watched it about one hundred and twenty yeah, times. Jordan has in the a last screen, two days. Screenshot where the ball is like <laughs> hitting his hands. And he's like, why were you even reaching for it? Because I was like 10 feet away. He's like, dude, you're reaching for it. And I'm like, look at the guy that there's a guy that's like at least 35 feet away that's reaching for the ball. Like, Yeah, this guy's in the first row of outfield, like in center field. This is like left center, 10 rows deep. And this guy's just still giving it his all. That's the moral of the story. You've got to bring a glove to a game if you plan on catching a home yeah, run. Yeah, and that's why our trip. To Wrigley was life changing, but it was also the biggest letdown ever because the Nats went on to win Jordan the went to World Dick's Series. Sporting Goods and wears two gloves to the game next time. When I was uh, when I was down in Salt Lake City, I went to a Salt Lake City Bees game. Barehanded catch. Do they a, serve booze there? Yeah, they did. Wow! And uh, I was surrounded by a bunch of Mormon families who were very sober, and I barehand caught a, a ball and was so excited, just yelling the f bomb and. Surrounded by all these little kids and uh, really ruined a nice family event for a lot You're really going to throw me down like that after I tell you I miss a MLB home run ball? You're going to tell me how you barehanded a Mormon ball? This is a, this is Salt Lake City Bees. Yeah. Big Bees fan, though. Bees for life. Yeah, so I was down at the Long Mormon Beach. balls are pure. Yeah, I was down at the Long Beach Sod Poodles game, and things got out of hand. My gold medal, this is a homer pick, but it's the Panthers losing two Super Bowls in my lifetime. That's actually pretty good. The first time in 2002, 2003 maybe, I can't even remember, but that was the Janet Jackson nipple, nipple, nipple gate, as you will. Jordan, you were at my house. I tried to fake sick to school the next day because I was so upset. Really wasn't that upset at the time. In 2015, they go 15 and one absolute wagon, make it to the Super Bowl and get the doors blown off of them by Peyton Manning. And it was my worst nightmare. Was Jake Delhomie the first quarterback? Oh, yeah, big time. That was like their best acquisition in free agency ever I saw. I think Deshaun Watson still, or Deshaun Foster still has the longest run in Super Bowl history. It's like 86 yards. And rumor yeah. has it Deshaun might be headed to the old Panthers. We'll see. I don't know. I don't, well, he's got that whole sex scandal going on right yeah, now. He, so he, 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 planted, he planted that to get out of I Houston. mean, hopefully the trade value just lowers to like, all right, we'll give yeah, you Yeah, his trade we'll value was through the roof and impossible to work with. You right. throw a little sex scandal in there. You polish the turret a little bit. Yeah, we'll give you a unpolish it in a, this case. A fourth round pick and a blocking sled. Half bag of Cheetos. Well, I hate to make mine also NFL for the gold round, but uh, the 2014 Packers, I think it was 2014, 
when they lost to the Seahawks. They were up like 10 NFC Championship. Seahawks scored, recovered an onside kick, and then scored again to bring it into overtime, beat the pack in overtime. And uh, that that game after that season of Aaron Rodgers playing out of his mind, which he did again in 2020, uh, that was a tough one. But then the Seahawks went in to lose in even more spectacular fashion to the Patriots that year uh, when they should have gave the ball um, to, who was that running back? Marshawn. Marshawn Lynch. Beast mode. Are you yeah. a Packers fan? Big Pack fan, yeah. I guess I did know that. I really should have took that into consideration before having you in the confines of the studio. I respect your pick, and I'm going to upset you because mine's also NFL, but I'm not upset because that's so classic of us to go with three NFL gold picks. Mine is the Buffalo Bills losing four straight Super Bowls from 1990 to 1993. I really don't have much literature on it besides the fact that as an NFL organization, you lost four straight Super Bowls. That is the biggest letdown ever because as a sports team and a sports fan, the ultimate goal is winning a championship. In the NFL, they call it the Super Bowl. The Bills had four straight times where they went through the entire season, the entire offseason, four years in a row. They played more games than everybody else besides the team they lost to, and they kept coming back, and they kept losing for four years yeah. in a row. Like That's the, the biggest letdown, in my opinion, ever. I mean, it's statistically probable, the fact that they didn't win one of those games. It's like statistically probable how the Browns didn't accidentally have a winning season in like 20 years. It's crazy. I also yeah. thought you were going to go 100% to the Vikings, Blair Walsh, 27-yard field goal. I told you that I wasn't going to do homer picks, and my homer pick was you and I going to Wrigley and the Cubs getting spanked because we were there personally. I was only watching Blair on the TV, and if I'm being perfectly honest with you, I knew he was going to miss it. I knew it. I knew it. It was going to happen. But I think just the four Super Bowls in a row is just absolutely devastating. Excellent podiums all around. I do have an honorable mention. Uh, my one honorable mention is Michael Jordan playing for the Wizards like at his at the end of his career. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird look. It was just weird. He wasn't – I mean, he was good still, but it was just a different Michael Jordan, and that kind of goes for any player that was great, you know, during their time, retired briefly, and then did the whole, like, comeback scene. And it just didn't pan out. That's my honorable well, mention. You might have to have a, just another podcast about it, but Brett Favre's participation in that, probably worth the discussion. I know, like underside dong picks. Yeah, Brett Favre's jean commercials. Dude, I bought a pair of Wranglers because of Brett Favre. They did not fit. I think I gave them away. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently you go to college and you gain like 20 pounds immediately. That's our show for this week. Thank you, Sean, for coming on. It was a good one. Be sure to buy your Kong beer bongs and drink responsibly. Also, go down, check out Moe's. They got what you need. Head on over to our social media accounts at NBNH Podcast or just search No Brains, No Headache Podcast. You'll find us. Next week, we have a really exciting show. We are doing the Olympics of Sandwiches. Long awaited for this guy. And we're going to have a pretty famous guy. You'll know him as Not Sports Center Will. Check out Not Sports Center on Twitter and you'll know who he is. See you next week. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Dysentery.